Welcome to the Joe Contractor Show, a podcast created by three regular Joes. The Joe Contractor Show is a place where trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners looking for solid advice and amusement can hear stories of great success and great failure in the turbulent and unpredictable world of construction. On the Joe Contractor Show, we dig deep into the realm of remodeling and construction. We chat with construction trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners alike. We support local independent contractors and those who put their trust in the hands of these capable and hardworking business owners and tradespeople. We discuss construction and home maintenance from multiple angles, and we do it with compassion, purpose, and humor. Listen as Lori Merrick and Sam, along with a wide variety of guests, explore topics related to construction, homeownership, small business creation, and more. A quick reminder, don't forget to send your questions to questions at joecontractorshow.com. And after you've done that, please take a moment to hit the like button, subscribe, or talk about us tomorrow morning at the local coffee shop. We appreciate feedback and critique, and it lets us know that you're out there and that you care. Uh, we're just going, we're jumping right in. Yep. So perfect. here we are. Uh, hello everyone. And welcome to the Joe contractor show. Hi, Hi everybody. Oh, that's <laughs> right. We are jumping. We yes, just jump yeah. right I in. I already started it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, our guest today has to leave, uh, you know, has a hard stop at five. So we're, we're going to jump in and just start talking. All right. Yeah. And our guest is Damaris. Damaris Hollingsworth, designed by Melo, founder and principal architect. There you go. So we have a, an amazing architect here from what I understand. We're going to learn a little bit more about her. Yeah, that's that's what I hear. You're all I have seen you all over the place on <laughs> uh, LinkedIn and other uh-huh. social media stuff. So uh-huh. and, I, yeah. and her name has been popping up. Remember when we had the luncheon with the banker? Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Oh, Demaris. you got to know, you got to meet Demaris." And I said, oh. "We are about to." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so how did it come about that you invited her on the show? Sam did. I always oh. do this. Oh, okay. It's odd. It was Crazy. Sam's fault. I was at the. I had an interview at NPR with Angela Davis, mm-hmm. and, okay. uh, and then I think I got a LinkedIn note from you after that. Probably that yeah, day. Yeah, that day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I hear it on the radio, I'm like, sure. <laughs> Let's see. Well, and, and you uh, decided to join our humble little show. This is great. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, I like doing this. I, I wish somebody paid me for it. So yeah. Yeah. We wish people paid us right. for it, too. <laughs> Someday. Someday. You, you're speaking our not. language. <laughs> they'll, they'll be paying us for it later, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's coming. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. I received that. Yeah. So I want to hear, Damaris, I tried not to dig too deep, like I'd mentioned, because I want to <laughs> hear it today mm-hmm. and... Um, how did you, as you're a woman, mm-hmm. a woman of color, mm-hmm. and from Brazil, mm-hmm. correct? And how in the hell did you end up in Minnesota oh. doing architecture? So the architecture <laughs> part, <laughs> the architecture part was like way back then. So I was a kid, a seven year old, and the first professional woman that I ever saw was an architect, and it was much was not what she did it was what she, re- she represented, I guess, her presence, her powerful presence. So if she was an accountant, I'd be an accountant. Thank God she wasn't. Um, <laughs> do, you think, do you think you would have learned a proficiency for accounting just because of that? I think I would just be so disappointed at her for yeah. inspiring me to do yeah. the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then she was an architect. And then that I remember really asking what she was, not because of the work she was 
she, I didn't know what she was doing in my house. I just noticed her. But then later on, as I kept watching the meetings that my ha- my dad had with her, I noticed the scale, and I thought that was a really cool object. So I thought that was cool, but my first attraction to her was not that. It was not the scale, it was not the drawings. It was her presence. Sure. Because I wanted to be a professional woman. And then, of course, I went to Brazil. Nice. I was in Brazil. I went to University of Sao Paulo. And that was my biggest dream ever. Didn't think I could dream any bigger than that. Once I'm there, I keep hearing about all this stuff, about people that go overseas, and they go exchange program. Like, I wanted that. And but you mean like America? America, Europe. We're not everywhere. overseas, though. No, when I was in Brazil. I say when I, oh, no, you're not. You're <laughs> you can it. just go right up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> could go Earth, but I think you'd be in trouble crossing yeah. Colombia yeah. or Amazon. It's and, not yeah. easy. There's a canal. You'd, you'd be safe. There's a canal. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to go somewhere and then um, send letters everywhere asking for scholarships, but I didn't speak English. So I had to have friends of mine re- translating my letters so I could request scholarships. I got a, a bunch, a pile of no's. And that was this thing I thought was super cool, that even though it was a no, they still wrote back. Sure. I thought that was cool. Uh, respectful, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, my mom kept that pile of no's forever because she thought that was fascinating how <laughs> polite they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, and especially in this day and age you. of ghosting, when people just don't exactly. even, yeah. And I remember, I didn't know English again. I, my friends translated it for me. So I remember I very quickly I, I learned what regret, I regret means. If we start with regret, that means they're not. Give me right. uh-huh. I regret to inform you. Like, right. Do not want. And you're like, what does that mean? Am so I, then, I can just see you like, running out to the mailbox each day. Like, and I get oh. my, 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 my book and trying to find what I regret. Oh, oh okay. And, and, but then there was a poster in my school offering scholarships for full scholarship for kids to come to Arizona State in Arizona. And that was a full ride, like a full ride, tuition, books, food, airplane, everything. Oh, nice. I only had to bring my life, uh, cost of living money, which I also didn't bring. But anyhow, (laughs) uh, I applied and it was very, very competitive and I got in. I was on four spots, I got the third spot and then I arrived in Arizona without English. And then that was one of those things that you just figured it out, right? You're yeah. here, you're supposed to be speaking because you're in school, and you're supposed to be presenting, by the way, your project. I was making up a language. It was, it was it's a whole other hour. I had to come back for another hour for that one. And you didn't bring even any how, money. Even how I got in here through all the process, they never tested me because it was rushed. I got here, I didn't speak English in Arizona. And I, started, I learned, and I learned quickly. You have to, you right? Have when you're to, immersed, right. and nobody was helping me. And my friends, they were Brazilian, they made their, you know, they were not like, okay, we are, we're gonna be accountable. To you. You're gonna have to be accountable to us. We are not gonna enable you. You're gonna make you speak. So <laughs> yeah. I started speaking two, three months in. But then I got, so like I was Arizona State, got an offer for, a work, for work there. So I had to get through all the visa applications, all that fun stuff. Uh, so after that, I was, I went to grad school, also sponsored by my employer, RSP Architects, so they, they took care of everything. And on my last semester, I met my ex-husband, got married, and was married for, so 2009 to 2012, and then he got a job in Ramsey County. And because RSP is also here, so they have an office there, like, oh, that's easy, I can just transfer. And then that's how I got here. Ah. So when people say, oh. what is a Brazilian doing in Minnesota? It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way you phrase that, it almost sounds like like we 
think there's something wrong with Brazilians being in Minnesota. No, it's just a contrast, like the weather. That's right. You know, it's because I think Brazil is probably way prettier. And their personality than too. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like when I I came here, I had to learn how to not be on people's face. Oh, because right? Brazilians are in We're, your face. Right here, and yeah. touchy, and we kiss, and we hug, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, what did I do wrong? No, this guy just jumped back. You can't grab a stoic Minnesotan and kiss a chick like hi, and you're like. I'm like, whoa, I'm sorry. So even Arizona was interesting, but here was a little more. So I always say if I had come straight from Brazil here, I think I would have gone back. Yeah. Because people are very nice, but they are not necessarily open to that proximity and no. on my space. So I think I would be returned down. Like I think I would be just like, okay, no, I can't be here. And it's cold. And it's cold. And it's cold, right? How's, yeah. how's I feel that? like it would be really... <laughs> I don't it's, think I would have stayed in Minnesota if my first stop was here. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a big jump. It is a jump, culturally and also otherwise. So, yeah, so that's why I got here. I got here because uh, I was a faithful wife. I was like, I said, I, I always joke this because I got married in America and then in Brazil. So I said, I said twice in two languages, <laughs> I'll follow you. So here I am. <laughs> but you ditched both of them? <laughs> ditched me. They ditched you? Yeah. Are you just that much trouble? No, no, I said, no, 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 no. I married here and in Brazil the same person. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, confused. So I had, so I had to, Sam. so I, I had to kind of, you know, I said it twice, so I might, I might as well follow through. And then did you start the business here right away? In Minnesota, no, it was not right away. So okay. I, like I said, I transferred to RSP Architects here. Um, That's kind of a little that, outfit, right? It was a whole difference. Say it again. That's a little outfit, right? I mean, isn't RSP, isn't that one of the biggest? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So then in Phoenix, they were a 50, 50 people firm. Okay. Very diverse. I had uh, the best mentor manager I could have. So like, go ahead, you know, take your rightful place, make mistakes, come back, learn. Uh, the company here is hard, very large. So I kind of disappeared in that. And especially coming, I mean, I was so naive. I came here with this expectation that I'll be the same, the same situation here. Like everybody would be like, oh, come on in. <laughs> and it wasn't because it's a big company, so it's more competitive, right? So people look at me like, what are you doing here? Like, and, and especially because now I realize that my manager there and the principal in charge there were a biggest part of me, right? So they sent me here with all this praise. That wasn't good for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they hyped you up too much. Mm. Yeah, so it was kind of not good. So then I decided to leave and go to another place. I mean, I still have major respect for them. They, they, I'm here because of them, right? So that was my difficulty too, to leave them, right? Because of like I owe them. Even now, I just saw, I literally just saw my principal in Phoenix here. He was here for a meeting, and I saw him at dinner. And literally, my heart, I mean, I teared up oh. looking at him. It's like. Oh my gosh! Like mm. this guy is the reason I'm here, right? right? And I'm doing so well, right? Yeah, but you gotta so give I, yourself I, yeah. some credit too. Yes, of course. But yeah. I feel like though I don't take those opportunities for granted because they didn't have to, right? I could be great right back home, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know what? No, let's stay here. We take care of you. So uh, after that, I moved on to a couple companies, and then it was that was when I started realizing the story that I kept hearing from women, especially women architects. Uh, the the, path, the ceiling and the ceiling's right here and you right. can never break through and mm-hmm. like what are you talking about I'm doing so well I'm thinking I didn't say that I was not that but I was like I'm doing well so I have been growing steadily right then 
start happening to me, you know, like, okay, so maybe it's the same problem in every firm. So what am I going to do? Am I going to be popping up in firms every year or two until the ceiling that is why right here I got to it too quickly. <laughs> so I decided to, for the first time, I thought about starting a business. That was in 2017, 16, 16. But I had no, no understanding. That's a, running like, a business is different than no being an architect. Totally yep, different. Sure. Yeah. And I was not even certified nationally. So then I was like, I got my NCARB certification. So that means I have reciprocity all over the country. So I started getting myself ready from the practice side, but business again, I have no idea. I didn't know what PNL was or FTE was. I, <laughs> I didn't know anything about business. <laughs> so I <laughs> took a job at Tor. So that was the whole thing. I, I knew I had to, if I was gonna do this, I had to have a project. Because every time I talk, I talk to three, pract- uh, three folks that have small firms here, a friend of mine. They all said it takes a couple of years. To build up a clientele. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, well, I was the breadwinner of my house. So like, okay, I cannot Net. have an income for two years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone's yeah. going to starve. So I had to jump with a client. And that was like, where am I going to find a client? Like, how do you hustle for a client when you're employed, right? So I went to some place. I thought there was no relationship whatsoever, which was I went to Tor Companies. Tor Company was the mm-hmm. big black owned yep. contractor. I said, you know what, if you guys need an architect for any design build, consider me, I would love to have a project to start my company. And I explained the why I can't afford to hustle for two years. And then at the time it was Ravi Norman, the CEO, he said, well, instead of doing that, why don't you come and join us? Because we have just started the architecture position, the division, and we don't have an architect. So that's how I, I thought it was like, the best of both worlds, right? Yeah, that's right? a great move. Because I still had to run the division, which was, I didn't know I was practicing for my own firm, so. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It was like a crazy, I felt disqualified almost every day for a whole first year, I would say. And even when they sent me the offer, the, the job description, I remember literally putting red lines in more than 70%. <laughs> like, and they sent it back like, to them. I don't know what said, that means. I don't know what how to do any of these. <laughs> and I remember Ravi just saying, oh, that's refreshing. Because <laughs> nobody says it. They were like, oh, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, like, right. I don't even know what they mean. Like, right. I need to Google it. So like, you did, when you put the red lines through, you took it back to him and said, I don't know how to do any of it. And he said, okay, these things we can teach you. Your personality, your passion, you can't. So yeah. these are teachable things. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a really so good So we're hiring you for you, not for, yep. we can teach you this in a hard Yeah, bit, so. and respecting the fact that you that you were honest about mm-hmm. what you yeah. oh, didn't absolutely. know. It's yeah. it, like people are afraid to do that, but yeah. it's the better way to do it's it. It's rare. It was, yeah. If it was not so bad, if it was like, 40% upright would not. But it was like sure. 80% yeah. or so. I did not know. That I, is I a lot. I wanted 20% of my job. So it was, I had to say something like, you know, it's really outside of my comfort. And it was really, in, go, in meetings, I would be Googling things. Like they'd be like saying something. I was like, ROI in the context of yeah. development. <laughs> pretending I was not doing it. Like, oh, oh. And then your FTEs, like, FTEs, they call this of employment, and I literally did that for for a lot. I have to do that all the time too. And and sometimes I don't understand things because of my second language, so I had to literally be trying. So what what that could be? Maybe it was not that word. So I keep saying, I I, now I speak to my phone, 
Oh yeah, my phone can hear. Well, the English language is super easy too because there's (laughs) there's always like six words that are the same. Exactly, English helps that way. Exactly. So I have to take the context off, and then like sometimes I figure it out. Sometimes I don't. Like okay, but that was the thing. I learned a lot about a lot about business in those two years until they went out of business. Yep. And then I had to think: Do I go back get a job? Do I start my firm? And I went for the second. So I I thought, if not now. I don't think I can do it because I had the relationships I had the, you know that was in that moment of growth and, mm-hmm. I, and learning and like if I have access to you know CEOs of large corporations right now if I go back take a job in two years I'll be like you remember, remember Thor remember me from Thor like right. what you know who? <laughs> so I thought that's it that's it now I have my chance so that's what I did I took a chance so why are you was, in the news <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I don't remember. Why are you in? What? What is? Uh, what's pushing this whole thing with you, you and the media so much lately? I th- oh gosh. Okay, there's there's a side of me. I don't know. There's a whole. There's two reasons. I think one is the my approach to architecture. Right? They 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 inclusive, but also so the curiosity. The, the article that came out today at Enter it talks a lot about that because we have a two-hour conversation about it. It's really my way of approaching design from a place I don't know what you need. You tell me. I know how to take what you need and turn that into a design, but I, I'm not here to tell you what you need, right? And I think that it's very different from a lot of architects that has we call the God complex, right? <laughs> you think you need it, but we actually need it because I am trained. So what you really need is this. You think you need this. And I, I don't have that posture at all. And I love, and I also enjoy the discovery. I love getting to a new project, especially the new typologies, right? That I have never done a prototype, for instance. And I know mm-hmm. that can be scary to the client sometimes, because what if, right? right? But I feel like you can design a building. What makes a difference between typologies is how the building operates, right? Mm-hmm. And that is a discovery that I love. I always understand what do you do every day? How do you do it? And, and I talk to your staff, and I talk to your team, and your tenant, and your patrons, and, and then I come up with the building. But I don't do that. I can design a building that then responds to those needs. So I think that is why. And sometimes this was not, there's a side of me that thinks, why is that so different? <laughs> Shouldn't that be that way? <laughs> but I think you said with that, you know, well, first that you are open to just learning and growing mm-hmm. and learning, you know, from mm-hmm. your taking your risks and your chances. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, about most architects have their design style or mm, whatever yeah. it might be or they're shooting for, you know. Yeah, they do tend to push. I, I've noticed the architects that yeah. I've worked. Well, not they, all of them. I'm not going to put them all in the same category. Uh, but, uh-huh. but you know, sometimes you'll say this needs to get done and then they'll say, oh, okay, but we're going to do it this way. And you're like, no, that's way too complex, way too confusing. Yeah, and I think there's this, I don't know if it's, it's, it's the, I don't know if it's, the fact that I grew up really always as the outsider, so I always have to understand what's happening first. So I think it becomes a practice of let me include myself in this dynamic so I know what's going on so I can respond to you. Yeah, Might be that, or might be just really this is my approach. I believe if I'm designed for you, I need to know you so I can design something that reflects you. If I don't know you, it's going to be my design. It reflects me. And I'm not. I'm gonna give you. You know, it's not even like once I go away. Why does your space reflect me <laughs> when right. I'm not even there? Right. right. <laughs> I might never come back. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, that's the repeat client. You're going to say, why did we do this? It's like, oh, yeah, because the nice architect said we'd be better. Yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I think you kind of, like, if I could sum it up, mm-hmm. I think it's because you're fun. Like, thank you. Yeah. I like saying that right? too. Like oh, yeah. most architects aren't very fun. Oh, that's right? a good point. Yeah, so that you is like to go too. have fun with people. Yeah, I love that part. And I think that is funny you say that because I did a leadership training <laughs> at AIA many years ago, 2017, and we had the Myers Briggs personality mm. test, and I always felt like a a duck out of the water with my crowd, right, with the architects crowd. So that test put me in the exact opposite of the majority of architects. Yes, right. Yeah. So my ESFJ and everybody else is like, not that. The opposite. <laughs> right. And I'm they're like, not emotional. Oh, they're not. That <laughs> <laughs> extrovert. Yeah. Chronic yeah. extrovert myself, right? I yeah. need humans. I need to see people, talk to people. And it's like, everybody was like, the other opposite, like it was a quarter and a quadrant and I was here, everybody was here <laughs> together. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's why that explains everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like I, I, I feel like that. So it does set you life. apart from all the other, you know, from a lot of other. A lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm just. I'm wondering, like, what what is your niche? Like, what do you work? Is it residential? Is it <sighs> commercial? commercial? Yeah. Is it wealthy people? Is it middle class? What What is your like? Yeah. What does any passion. architect so, do? Okay. Yeah. What do we all do? We do, do my, do, my daughter says, "So you do that, and they pay you." When she saw me drawing, like, so you do drawings, and they pay you. Right? They do. They yeah, that's draw. Yeah. That's uh, so yeah, draw. We draw. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so I do commercial, mostly commercial. Um, mostly say I'll say why later, but within commercial, um, my big big passion is for community impact projects, meaning what we call civic architecture or community center, teen centers, uh, anything that really impacts community every day. Because I think that leaves a mark. It's not just like a one group of people that gets the benefit once. It's like it keeps on going. It keeps on giving, right? If you are doing a teen center, like we're designing a teen center right now for Brooklyn Park. Totally. It's, it's going to be a 50-year building. It has to be, right? Because they put all this money in it. So imagine that 50 years, how many generations are going to come through that building and do job training? It's gonna, and, and things that we are helping them shape, not only the building, but the program, right? So what is it that would impact you for the rest of your life? We could change the whole history of your family, right? It's a shift in the generation. Now you can go and get a job that pays you 60000 Nobody ever made that in your family. So that, to me, is what I want to do. I, wanna, I wish I could just do that kind of project. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm doing a lot of affordable housing projects, and, and I love doing that, too because of the impact, but it's a very, it's a very temporary fix, right? Affordable housing for rent, uh, affordable housing ownership, affordable home ownership is a different story, but affordable homes for rent is really a fix for a much deeper wound. So it's like a Band-Aid. So when I'm working in those other community projects, I feel like I'm working in the wound. Mm. Why we yep. might have, because think about it, if you need to subsidize home, if you make 30,000 a year, Affordable housing won't really change. You're gonna give you stability and comfort, but you won't change your story. You won't change the territory of your family. So affordable housing, I have that mixed feeling about it. I know it's needed for now, but it has to be part of a bigger system that is almost a rotation. These families are here, but they're doing these other things. They're learning how to do a profession, trades, whatever, and then they move on. There's another cast that comes in until we are done and everybody has a home. That's the dream that I have. <laughs> uh, but then Love it. I also, but I do a lot of housing. I'm doing some educational. And, and then recently I did my own home. 
which I thought I would never do residential, not because because I don't like it, because I felt so personal, mm-hmm. it'd be very hard. With the passion I put in to understand people, <laughs> and it, it, I keep imagining two, a couple, and two of them want different things. So I could not see myself ever reconciling <laughs> that. There, there's it's, always one that is in charge, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, true, we all do construction. But uh-huh. it is a very emotional. It's totally emotional. I have to be very emotional. I like yeah. working totally. commercial more because I'm, they're, it's not an emotional engagement most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And if they don't agree, what do you do? Who do you follow? And I, I did my own home by accident. Couldn't find a home I was looking for. Now, are we talking, like, from the ground up? Or no, are we no, no, no. I bought renovation? a foreclosed uh, a home that had been abandoned for two years and a half. Wow, what year? I just did it. It's moved in June. What year is the house? Oh, the uh, 1932. Okay, okay, so yeah, that's needs some and work that probably. And had a renovation <laughs> that they did a major renovation in 2003. Okay. They added a dash garage to it and a bedroom upstairs, but it was the weirdest layout. The second, the first floor was nice, but the second floor had the weirdest layout and the basement was ripped apart because they had water infiltration. So I bought that house uh, because I saw it. I could see it, when I, especially the first floor. And I, like, I know I can fix the second floor. We can finish the basement again. But it is the first floor in the garage, attached garage. It was what sold the house. Mm. Okay. Got in, open walls, major mess, Ugh. pipes burst. Well, now we're talking fun. a whole different animal here. This is yeah. an architect. Sounds like my house. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like every house I work on. (laughs) Well, I mean, this is the Joe Contractor Show. So you went through the experience Mm -hmm. of designing it yourself, but then being your own contractor, too? No, I didn't hire a GC. um, But then it was... (laughs) You did or you didn't? I did. Yeah, Yeah, I did. I had a GC. And that was the thing. It became... Every time he called me, my heart popped it. Because it's like... (laughs) It's something else. Yeah. And sometimes he would trick me. Can you come over to look at the floor? Like... <laughs> because every time I go in there, the floor, and oh, and by the way, when you open that wall, I'm like, so every time he called me, he's like, is it really the floor or something else? Because I need to prepare my heart for it. It was too much of that. It was way too much of that. But it was, it was so interesting because through that whole process, I started realizing, okay, it is painful, but mostly painful because it's my bank account that's being hit every time. Right. <laughs> that's that's why working for homeowners yeah. is so hard. <laughs> It is. It is like so. You start getting resentment. Like I felt like I could not. I wouldn't. Even, I won't even tell his name. But I felt like I couldn't look at him for a little while. Like oh, every happens. time I see you, I you always, have a problem for me. So I don't like you. Yeah, it like, happens. Oh. <laughs> I really don't. It always gets worse before it gets better. That guy. Oh man, you know, I'm that guy. always that person. Well, we we all have been GCs. Yeah, so and it's, it's hard. like inevitable. Is it? Yeah, yeah. And we as a homeowner, we. It's hard to separate because every time you you show up, is something is bad, and I have to spend five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. <laughs> so I started like, oh, and by the way, the day before I was moving, so I was literally just walking through with the cleaning crew. It was Thursday, I was moving in a Saturday, so I was there. They would come on Friday, clean the house. I just passed the kitchen, and then oh, the unit went out, and they said it so casually. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> the what, unit what mean? went out? Is there uh, that unit? And it's pointing to the, the HVAC unit. Oh, no. <laughs> like the compressor. And I was like, what do you mean? And I was irritated because like, if it is what I'm thinking it is, you can't just say that that way, right? No. You had to go, hey, give, me a, give me a hug first, sit me down. And like, <laughs> I get I it. That or something. Especially the day before you're no. cleaning to move in. And like, you, you can't just say that in a way like you're saying, oh, by the way, it's 2 p.m. You can't say it that way. <laughs> you have to give me some like, sit down. 
Are you okay? Give me some water or whatever. And then hug me after, right? Don't just keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my two days before the move, big move. So the guy came to clean the house. No yeah. air conditioner. But uh, it was the was first it hot day. Broken? Was the first? Yeah, it was know. broken. Oh. So and because the guy, so the one that did the very first 2003 big reno, they put in the high velocity. Oh yeah, yeah. So everything attached to that thing is expensive. <laughs> yeah. So either I change everything to bring everything to my to my budget level, oh, which yeah. makes no sense. This twenty thousand, or I fix that one machine that everybody else could pay three thousand. I had to pay fifty five hundred yeah. because it's for high velocity, whatever. <laughs> so I was so irritated. By then I was so irritated because I I couldn't have. But then I love the house now. Love it. Love it. Love it. So have you gotten a couple of years in there now? No, or? three months. Oh, three months. Three months. Are you able? So the money to- doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> It does, and also it was kind of interesting though. I didn't do it for this reason, uh, but the value of the home now, I didn't do as an investment, right? I did because I couldn't find a house. Let me just get this and renovate a little bit. It was a lot bit. And then now I, we really have amazing equity like that. Well, so, you told me the, sorry, Sam. Oh, no, go you ahead. told me the location and I, you can't, if you bought it for a closure, it was definitely worth it if you put money right. into it. Yeah. There are certain parts of town you can, yeah. you can put a whole bunch of money it was, in and it's it still was worth really more. not that study. I didn't study that. You know, it was just like a house that I found that had a dash garage. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, part-time, I'm a single mom, right? So part-time, I am by myself. So I had that concern. Like, I don't want to park. I have to walk. I want in the city. So I don't want to go like, with the burbs. Then. Like, I don't want to go to burbs. I want to stay in the city. And I want to attach garage. And then I also, and in my, my real estate agent, like, in the city. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. In the city. <laughs> at the garage totally. in the city. Oh, and then open open floor plan. Oh, and yeah, and yeah, walking closet. And she's like, you're, you can't find that. You're so. reinforcing these stereotypes that I have in my head about Colombians. Like, you just like, ah, I just want that one. Like, you just went out. You <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, like. yes, yes, And that's me, too. I mean, I don't know about Colombianism, but I definitely, that's the Maris. Asking my mom, like, you said, you want something? You want it because you want it, and you wanted it now. <laughs> you just go that's and do it. But, but it's kind of what we talked about a little earlier, too, about rolling with it. And you did, you found what you wanted, you rolled with it, you didn't even consider anything. And look at how no. lucky you were when you ended up I done. So, yeah, and then and now the I, I just, like, I still don't have money for the furniture. But because <laughs> I spend it out in the house, uh, but I walk to the house and I love it. It's everything now is finished from top to bottom. We end up touching everything. Wow, yep. super modern. Uh, did I send you the link? I think I sent you the link. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, for I, I. I don't think I looked because then everybody keeps saying you have to do this for. It. That's why I was going there with your question, mm-hmm. America, because he. Everybody keeps saying you have to do this. You have to start doing this now. So I might get into residential now. Who knows? If I have clients, I would go. We'll have to take a little break, but I do, before we do that, I want to ask, like, so first of all, a couple part question here. Mm -hmm. Are you on good terms with your contractor now? Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, I I like them. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's always that point. I know. Every project where you don't like your contractor. We were all holding our breath. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) They were awesome. Have you told your your clients because I used to tell my clients all the time like look this is what's going to happen oh, yeah. I could tell you it's going to be four months but it's going to be six months yeah. I always say you're you know, gonna, yeah, it's not, you, there's going to be a period of time in the middle you where you don't like me, like me right. yeah. and yeah. and I'm not doing anything to hurt you but I just 
need to get through this and yeah. I'm going to be the one dragging you through it, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I get exactly like a personal trainer. Yeah. Oh, it's like oh, a yeah. life coach. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing what I paid you to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like this here. Here's some water and a hug thing, because that's, that's kind of the way I try to approach it where I'm like, you know, I'm going to emotionally support them to some degree through mm-hmm. it. And I think a yeah. lot of, I think a lot of contractors miss that part. And they're just like, oh, big I think problems. The, those are the ones that make money. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so oh. I always, I'm, a, I'm a hugger, so I'm like, don't worry about it. We'll get through it. <laughs> I won't charge you what it's worth. <laughs> you know, that's one thing, though, that I had to say. I do like my contractor again. Um, I even recommend him to a couple of people already. But there's something about, okay, by the way, the, the whatever, the window is rotten, uh, so if you buy a Home Depot, I can replace that for you. What does that mean? That does not mean they're doing it for free. No. <laughs> well, it sounds like it could exactly. be for free. And that yes. is the part that I like. It could, be, it could be explained to me better because they had to do the trims anyway. So the trims, retrimming yeah. it was part of the scope. Replacing the windows was not. Like putting it off. And, and there of is course, a cost I had to, to pay yes. for the windows. That's clear. But we take care of that for you. Mm. If I that's tell not someone, a great way to say I'll take it. care of that for you. I, I to me it means don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. yeah, I won't. So I think that was a lot of things that I. So the windows were kind of clear. Of course, I said how much. I did realize it was a big scope. So how much is that gonna be? And I said whatever per window. But there was smaller things. A lot, a lot of them. There was, and, I was and like, they got I don't you for those? It. Like, you, you got yeah. a change mm-hmm. order at the end yeah. for all those? Yeah. That's the stuff that like, I never... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah. I don't have money. What now? <laughs> but now you're feeling better about it all. I am feeling better, it's yeah. only I still money. keep thinking, uh, looking at the house, and like, should I sell this thing? Like, I can't sell it yet. I, I love it too much. Do you ever, you know? Yeah, do you... I would imagine if I drew fancy things like that, that I would want to draw a house that I would build from scratch for myself at some point. Do you ever, like, do that? I would like to do that one day, yeah. yeah. I was not ready for that. I mean, it was, though I spent quite, almost so much, no, I, I think I did. <laughs> you probably did. Well, you thought at one point. <laughs> that yeah. I would not be able to afford to spend, you know, 600000 in a house. Yeah. I didn't think I could. <laughs> 20000 at a time, you get there. Uh, but you then, sure do. And then, uh, but I think I still want to do, because that would be, I really had to do it from scratch because I have some stuff that I want, like for instance, the, where the powder room goes and how, you know. Because not it, not because by the is. kitchen. That's where it goes, not near the kitchen. I don't know if it's by the kitchen, but it's definitely on my way arriving at the house and don't have necessarily, you know, and it's all this thing about the, my, the way I live my life, mm-hmm. which I think is, is exactly how I design it for other people. Yeah. I want to hear yeah. how you do it yeah. so then I can design to that. So I will design to my style. So I don't think the houses exist. Yeah. So I had to create it. I mean, I I would assume you guys would want to build your own Mm -hmm. house, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I say not by the kitchen is because I always think it's very strange when you open a door in the kitchen to a bathroom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, totally awkward. And then that's the wrong place for that. Why why don't ever house have a dust room? Yeah. Because a great mudroom, a dust room. Yeah, mudroom. Sorry. Yeah. 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 See see the the second language. That's right, you're close. <laughs> a mudroom is like necessity, in my totally. opinion. Otherwise, there's always a place in your house that's messy. Yeah. Now I have a resemblance of it. So you walk into the house, there's a little area that's nothing. But So then I, everybody dumps everything there. But I, but I still see it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like seeing it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like, why? It should be like this as necessary as a bathroom. Like I'm. Well, and a mudroom should have. Mm-hmm. 
one like a shower base Part of the yeah. you know like one of those little yes. shower bases yeah. so you can wash the dogs right there no, you can and wash the, your and boots, boots off in the yeah. winter yeah. in minnesota especially yeah. it's just so disgusting when you get home well if you winter. get into residential you can do that all the time i would do that every project <laughs> even if it's if it's i have to sacrifice something else <laughs> the mud room is here all right we will take a very short break and then come yeah. back <laughs> We will be back to the show after a few quick ads from our valued sponsors. Wonder Woman Construction is a Minneapolis-based, woman-owned, residential and commercial construction and electrical company. Lori and her team pride themselves on their commitment to long-term, green, and sustainable building practices, and they apply their deep understanding of building science to each project they take on. They are dedicated to the complete satisfaction of every client. One more thing that you absolutely cannot miss about Wonder Woman Construction is the fact that every employee loves what they do and truly enjoys working with each other. The best projects are those that are done by happy people. And Wonder Woman Construction is full of happy people. Visit WonderWomanConstruction.com to get started on your happiest project ever. Kinetic Legacy is the company that powers the Joe Contractor app. Their unique platform blends the good parts of social tech with their one-of-a-kind data organizing system, giving communities, large and small, a safe, private space to stay connected and to keep information and memories organized. If you and your community have a shared purpose or passion and are looking for a better way to stay connected, contact Kinetic Legacy today at kineticlegacy.us. Find out how groups from contractors to campers, tribal communities, unions, and alumni organizations are finding their way to meaningful new spaces in this increasingly digital world. Again, that's kineticlegacy.us. The Joe Contractor Show doesn't let just any old company put an ad in the middle of a show this important. They have to pay us. Send us an email if you're certain your business should be featured on our show. We're back for the second half. We've got Damaris Hollingsworth. Hollingsworth? Or Hollingsworth, Holl- okay. yeah. Is there a G in there? There's a G in there, yeah. Okay. It's my, not my name, but... I was going to say, gonna there's no G's <laughs> usually. Right? <laughs> See, that does not sound very... In that Brazilian. Brazilian. Brazilian no, no my, my maiden name is Melo. The mother is Melo. That makes And that's sense. why I designed by Melo. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so I have been telling myself I'm going to change my name back since I got divorced. But until when I got divorced, I was in the middle of my passport application. Oh. And... Um, was it passport? No, citizenship, sorry. Mm. Oh. Application. And I was like, I'm not going to mess this up, right? Because it's like, it changed our name. And then that was already not very immigrant friendly in that time in, the, in, the, in this, this country. Like, uh, I'm not going to give them any chance to no. say, you know what? Mm, no. <laughs> right. So I, I, wait, I, I waited out. And by the time I got my citizenship, I, you know, it's, it's so much work. I mean, you guys don't know this, but it's a lot of work to change names. So you should be very loved if a woman well, wait a is minute. willing to change a name for you. I'm in, the, <laughs> I'm in the middle of that with my my girls who are adopted. So oh, well, yeah. I'm changing, changing post-divorce, changing their last name oh, my to gosh, yeah. my last name. Right. 
Yeah, which is kind of, it is a it's, lot. it's a whole it is a, lot it's of a whole thing. Well, and I I happen to be one of the few men you'll run into who has a maiden name. I changed my name. You did. Yes, I took my wife's name. Don't you love completely. Sam even more? I do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though you're a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> what you a teddy part of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's the youngest of three daughters to a man who's an only child. She's the death of the lineage, so okay. I took her name. But nice. they the. I like the federal government, the state government. No, none of them liked it. Oh yeah, no, they're like, what you can't you do that. I got st- six driver's licenses sent to me because they couldn't get it straight. So I know what you're talking about. It's a yeah. real pain. And in the now butt. I have my licensure, everything's in Hollingsworth. So oh. I keep saying I'm gonna go back to Mallow. And now that I'm with someone uh, talking about marriage, and they was like, okay, I might take that chance to change it back to Mallow. Right. No, you can't do that now, can you? Yeah, I could do it in the middle of it, even now, without any reason. But it is just a lot. It's like it's a lot of work. Yeah, something has to catapult me, I guess. Like, I mean, I, get, I don't think it's anything close to the amount of work to get citizenship, though. I mean, no, it's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's got to be a lot simpler than that. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So I'm, so, yeah. I'm doing. So I'm mellow. Actually, I'm really mellow. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just using another name. Well, and what a great last name. Mellow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything is. not Mellow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good name. It's a good name. <laughs> I, like the, I like how I flow, too. So uh, how many hours a week, you know, you started the business, not, at, I mean, it's been a few years now. Mm-hmm. Five years. And I'm guessing you had to put in a shit ton of time at the yeah. beginning and, yeah. and still? Not as much anymore. Uh, though, like, I still work about 10 hours a day, 18 hours a day. I have an amazing team. So okay. I have a team of five. Okay. They're amazing architects. Really hard to put together a team like that. And I, mm-hmm. I had a lot of, a few of run, like, exchanges that happened. But now I have a, a very cool people. They have so the same you, like, have mindset. all office out of one space? Yeah, all. yeah. So we co-work, a lifetime work. Uh, oh, downtown. Oh, yeah. oh, the downtown one? Yeah. Okay. And okay. we all go three times a week and... Um, so we all go to the office Tuesday the through Thursday, yeah, and and they are really cool. So they are really having the fun. I am <laughs> while I run the well, business. Yeah, right. because you took on the management position. Yes. You don't get to have fun anymore. No. <laughs> I mean, I have like today we had a meeting with a client to present a concept. I didn't create. I mean, I gave them direct and oh, the vision on what it should be, how it has to have a presence on lake, and then has to scale down to the residential area. So those directives very, very vague, and they kind of know my style in the ways that we try to stay within, you know, some kind of contemporary, modern, with a touch of what's there now in the neighborhood. So they created three styles, three options, and really, to me, it's, even though it's not necessarily my drawings, it's still some out my ideation. It's your so product. So presenting, out of your presenting to the yeah. clients is amazing. Like I, I love that. Like when you go and you see their eyes, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and does the rest of the team look at you like? She didn't even do the work. <laughs> she's she's acting like she she's did cheating. this. No, I let them present. Actually, okay, I let good. them present. Yeah, I I think that's exactly what for me. I think. It's part of, for me, recognizing that without them, I cannot keep running the business, right? Yeah. yeah so I, I let them present. I, 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 in the shy ones, don't like much, but I was like, okay, go ahead. And then I just fill in what they leave out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they leave out because they really want to get it quick because they want to be done over with. <laughs> uh, but then I add in stuff. So yeah, and then there's that part. And then there is also this. But, but I let them run the presentation. I don't, because exactly, it, if, even though the the first ideation was mine, they developed it. Yeah. They applied codes. They applied zoning. 
So there is a reasoning, a reasoning behind everything, mm -hmm. right? When you're talking about how, why is the seventh floor smaller? It's not, I mean, I know why, because it's awning, but there is a conversation there that they had with themselves. Why are they designing it? What side do I shorten it? So I want them to explain. I got, I, it's not my, it's not my child, right? It's like they- yep. They're giving it mm -hmm. away, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Well, I will say, I'll, I'll put a plug in for Wonder Woman Construction here too. You're, Lori runs a team of people who all love working together. Mm -hmm. They have a good time, you can mm -hmm. tell. Mm -hmm. You know, that it makes a big difference. Yeah. So you're a good leader. It makes a big difference, yeah. And they, and we, again, we, we, we have kind of this, it, we need each other to, for things to run, right? If I'm not paying attention to the business side, if I'm not paying attention to, the pipeline workflow, mm -hmm. then they won't be there, right? right. So, I, and I and I know that I can win every award in the country that's offered. Oh, maybe some. Are logo. you winning awards? Have you won? I awards? have won a few awards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the look on her face, just like, oh yes, I, I have. have. I haven't won a few awards yet. Uh, and but if you, if you can bring clients, if you the work is not well done, right? It, they can, we can even walk away without even finishing or you're gonna be a one-off. Totally. So if they don't do their work well, it doesn't matter how cool I am, how fun I am, how, yeah. how well how many, I am how I getting How many podcasts project, you get on? It does yeah. not matter. <laughs> Let me tell you, when like push come to shove, they'll be like, okay, you don't deliver, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's, especially in this industry, I mean, we're designing 110 units apartments, buildings, 67 units, it's expensive. Like I just got a, call, a meeting today with a contractor, it's 245,000 per, per key to build a building. Yeah, per key, meaning? In a 100 unit. unit apartment. Yeah. Like that is a lot, yeah. construction yeah. only. Yeah. Now we add soft costs. You can't play in that kind of scenario, right? So if my team is not amazing as they are, it doesn't matter how good I am at getting the project. Are they generally uh, junior to you in the? They're junior to me, yeah. yeah. Um, I have one uh, advisor, so I quickly realized that I don't know a lot of things. So, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot you have to know. That's why you're right. Yeah. yeah. So what I did, I went, uh, I started talking to a couple of people, active business owners, asking them, so who, if I need a mentor to teach me some of the business stuff when I need an opinion of proposals, fees, but also my team can go to them directly and don't have to come to me to ask questions about code, about constructability, yeah. design, whatever. So I have this person that I have as a consultant. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. I'll say his name, Dan, Dan Nudeker. Uh, he, he's a f retired, been 40 years in architecture, had a practice before. So it's like for me, it's like a go-to guy too, like nice. work plans and proposals and all of that, right? Uh, and then for my team, they go as, uh, directly to him. If they didn't know how to, because I, there's a lot of things about the, the younger professionals that they don't want you to know they don't know stuff. Even right. though you know they don't know, because there's no afraid, way you know. You weren't afraid to yeah, tell they people don't want, that. They do not want me to know they don't know. So I was like, you know what, if Dan, you can go to him, ask him. So Dan sends me an invoice, it just says hours, it doesn't say who called him. Uh. And I'm like, I don't care, I really don't care to know. Right. Uh, as long as my team is getting better and getting more experience and being trained, as and long as the invoices stop coming so frequently. Eventually, right? yeah. like last hours, for Christ's sake, no? <laughs> yeah, did you have to do the whole thing? <laughs> but it has been very, honestly, it has been very affordable. It has been very helpful. Yeah. And I feel like my team feels, they feel like they have a support system. A support system, yeah. 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 Very, that's really Because sometimes good. they ask me and I say, I don't know, ask Dan. 
I mean, so there's important so to say much you don't know. That's what I my say. team yeah. they'll yeah. ask me, wanting an answer, thinking I know everything. Like I don't know, which I usually do. But yeah, I was gonna <laughs> I say, say, come on, Lori. I say, let's go. Let's Google it <laughs> first, and if you don't yeah. find it, let's ask Ben. <laughs> and sometimes, don't you just challenge them to say, you know, well, what do you think, or where do you think you can find this answer? I yeah. do that on purpose so that, you know, if I'm off the that sounds know, like a teacher. Deep or <laughs> it sounds like a mom. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. I don't think it's the right thing to do. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like contractors. I learned that people always talk about contractor architects, right? But a lot of contractors, if you tell them they don't know, they would be so happy to mentor you. A lot of them get irritated when you try to BS mm-hmm. and pretend you know what you're talking about. I have walked construction sites, and they're like, "So that happened. There's a problem over there." And I'm like. I don't even know what I'm looking at. What's that like? <laughs> right. And then like, so how would you solve that? And they are happy to tell you yeah. how I would solve this if it was this because of this and that. Like, yeah, because they're okay, different. Then. They're different worlds. Yeah. And I like, mean, we I, know we know what we're doing. You know what mm-hmm, you're doing. Mm-hmm. They're they're not exactly the same no, thing. No, you know? You know. And it is. I think the the times that I learned that I had experience with contractors that was not pleasant. It was more like this. It was usually when I try when I didn't want to. Look like I didn't know. Oh, I think, I think. And once you just say, I, "I know, I don't know. I have, I have no idea." Oh, it's, there's yeah. so much power in there it. There is, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. the ment. I think you know. I think that the mentee and the mentor both benefit from the relationship. Like, you know, if you can't really go into business without having a mentor, somebody that mm-hmm. you kind of call when you're, and then you kind of outgrow them and you move on to the next one, and then at the same time. I'm not going to do well in business if I don't find somebody that's to mentor mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's an under I, I don't think it's something that's talked about as it's much. Underrated, it's underrated, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's super yeah. important. I have a uh, owner rep, I won't say names, but working on my projects that my team literally hate him and he is one of those guys that makes yeah, you don't feel say miserable. The name. <laughs> yeah, and he knows. Uh, <laughs> we had this conversation. Uh Maybe I had a team member almost leaving my company because of him, because it was a long project. Like mm. I can't deal with him. He's the kind of guy that points fingers and make you feel stupid. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm one not a day, fan of those kind of. And guys. I heard stories, and I keep hearing stories, and I and then one day I just call him like, "What the f is happening? What's going on? What do you mean?" And he's always very nice to me. <laughs> mm. oh, of course. And, I, and then he reads. It annoys me because my team is hurting, and he's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And I was like, what, in fact, I said, what's happening? What, what's going on here? And like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, I mean, it was this meeting and this happened. And I said, I didn't even hear from my team, which is true. I heard from the owner side. So he's the owner rep. The owner called me and like, listen, this is something happening here. And your team is, seems to be very bruised. And so then I came in like a big mama to like, what is going on? What is really going on? So if, you, if and I said, okay, let's, let's do, let's come from the, start from the position that, you know everything and we're stupid. Okay, let's assume that's the truth. <laughs> we're stupid, you know everything. When, after you interact with me, the stupid one, would you like to walk away with the sense of, I killed her spirit, or would you like to walk away with the sense, I made her better? Which one we prefer? And he's yeah. like, when you put it that way, like there's many ways you can deliver that. Even oh, if you are right, even if you are 100% right, right. and I deserve to be, called out because I'm stupid and I made a stupid mistake, still, that, what experience would you rather have with me? What, what, how would you rather me walking away and telling people, wow, you know what, I made this stupid thing and this guy helped me through it. 
I kind of. I don't wish... know about you, but I prefer being the second guy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. he's like, no, you're right. And then he did get better. Huh. Actually. Well, you can't oh, answer great. it the other yeah. way. But I kind of wish he had. I kind of wish he was such an asshole that he was so, like, I don't give a shit. No, no, yeah, crush him. I don't care. <laughs> give him. me my, give me my plans. Give me my plan and let me get out. And that was the thing too, because as the owner rap, right? He wanted to look good at the client, but then even the client has not even. The client team, not necessarily the, the the PM, but the client team had sensitivities as well. Like, why is why is this happening? You don't right. have to be that way. You know, we, we all win when help. we all win. No, it doesn't. Right. No, it doesn't. The morale in the team, no. and it doesn't. So I was like, okay, I I held back because I don't want to get in the middle, right? When the and oh, it sounds kids, like, like you the taught kids them. are playing. The kids are playing. <laughs> <laughs> the parents stay out. Then when the parent call the parent, that's yeah. when he's really like, okay, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> but then in that case, it was like a lot of me hearing from my team and like, hey, and then I would talk to the PM and say, hey, is that really bad? No, it's not that bad. It's just it's to manage, but we figure it out. Like, okay, so everything good, everything good. And then that day, it was like, no, I had to do something. And it was there. It was, I was like, I, I, I would rather be the second guy. Yeah. I don't Good want, way to I don't put know. it. That's no, that's, analogy. I mean, that's the, that's when you're schooling someone yeah, and they, I mean, they have no choice but to be like, oh, shit. And I told him, I've never said I don't, I know everything. And our company is very young. So there are, I'm sure there are plenty of things they have done right. before us that we have never even thought about doing. So here's an opportunity for you to, to teach us something. Yeah, but I think we, my clients have always appreciated the fact when they say, you know, what do we do here, and what, you know, what is what's going on, and I'm like, I don't know. Let's let, let's check it let's out. Figure out yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, there's sure. usually multiple different ways to yeah. approach something too, and you yeah. kind of have to look at it. And, yeah. Damaris, mm-hmm. I'm going to just switch gears for a little bit as we wind okay. down here. Oh yeah. Okay. What do you do for fun, and um, like when you're not working, or do you always okay. work? Oh no, no, I stopped that life. We, okay. A few years ago. Um, so I love, I do love golfing, even though I suck at it. I do suck at it. Uh, but I love, I love being outside. Everybody sucks at golfing. <laughs> right? Unless really? you pay two so, times a week, yeah, yeah. which I don't have, I'm not there yet. Uh, and then three years ago, again, Brazilian, Minnesota, I realized I, I get in like in this mood. Like, I'm cranky, my back is arching because I'm always cold and I'm, and it was six months, right? Of the year, now maybe eight, uh, but I'm the same. <laughs> I decided that I was gonna go face the Winter. monster, <laughs> and I started doing cross country ski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I learned the classic first, and then the the skate skiing, and I love it. I love it. So I do like skiing. I like golfing. I do now have a social life because I started dating about <laughs> ten months ago. So that was like. You know, do I have room for this in my life? But it is fun. So we do no fun stuff. Walk the lake. Yeah. I, I love the lakes, I have to say. The 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 lake the three lakes I love going. Yeah. Even now and now I have a new a new lake spot, the um Nakomis, because that's my, my partner. You, you and everyone else. I love I've lived spot. there for 20 years. It's there was gorgeous. no one at that lake 20 years ago. It <laughs> no, was our really? lake. So yeah, it was happened? like there were like four people out there, and two of it's them were packed. my family. It's packed It's now. packed all the time. It became yeah. like the, the popular lake. Darn it, you it mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now not more people are going to go now. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I, I, do, I do find balance, and I am very... I try to be very intentional about self-care as well. So I do, I have massage therapists that come to my house every Saturday. Mm. I used to be, not say that to people like this, so bougie, but it is, <laughs> it is what keeps me balanced, right. really. And right. I work Somebody's, out. People got something. Yeah, I work out three times a week, four times a week. Yep. And I love working hard. 
and then I got my massage and so yeah I have a pretty balanced not balanced I say integrated life there you go <laughs> I like it yeah oh, that's fabulous people say life and work balance does not exist for entrepreneurs but you can integrate them and that's what right. I'm doing that's like exactly that. it. yeah yeah totally mm-hmm. is that like is that Fancy talk for like mash a little tiny bit of something good in every now and again. It is like this. I think it's this. Um, yeah. For instance, <laughs> at three p.m. at three p.m. on a day like today, yeah, I could have said, "I'm not. I'm going to go play a party, right?" But that my, that likely means at ten p.m. after my, my daughter goes to bed, I had to come and do whatever I was going to do at right. three. Right. And that's what I call integration. It's like yep. you still can have fun. Yep. As entrepreneur, especially because you do have that freedom, you don't have to go explain your boss while you're living in a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in my group, we really don't actually. We don't have to explain as long as you do that. As long as the work pan. gets done. Yeah. <laughs> totally integration. Yeah. I totally it's integration. get it. And sometimes yeah. that comes with uh, those perks of in the middle of the day, Saturday morning, Friday morning ski sessions with the, my girlfriend. You ever try ice yeah. fishing? I have never. <laughs> okay, All well. Right. Can we walk in the water? I don't want to drive on the ice. I feel, I feel you like can, that's too You dangerous. can do both. You can start with the walking, but yes, it's perfectly and then, safe and to drive. I have a question about that, by the way. Yeah. So, okay, you want to drive on the ice. Cool. But do you have to pick the big old trucks? Can you just have a sedan? <laughs> no, no, a sedan? Yeah, they. Um, Not really. I always feel like, no, the why bigger are you the truck, the, the biggest better. truck I know. to be on the top of the ice? ice. You take a small snowmobile or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you because I go out there and I'm like, there's 12 inches of ice. What are you doing driving that? It's you know, like, I, F350 that out here or whatever. It's craziness. Uh, yeah. And there's another problem, too. I can't be quiet for too long, so I don't think anybody would asking me to go fishing. Um, well, you might want to because it gets pretty boring out there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so you have to talk, right? You have yeah. to. Oh, there's a fine line. There's a oh, balance. Oh, that's because you're such a fisherman, just well, like my wife. You basically- my dad will, will fish for hours and maybe not say anything. I actually enjoy talking, too, but you can't you over-talk. You to fish. You gotta, you gotta find the balance between too much talking and you gotta spend Demers, some time. You can come with me. Was I Is that true? That that? You scared the fish if you talk too much? They go away. Ah, oh, that's you? BS. See, the people try to talk, shut up instead of saying that. They say, you're scared the fish. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, shh. Okay. Yeah. That's the way I play the music on the boat and, and people are like, you gotta turn that down. And I'm like, I don't think so because you're not catching any more fish with it off. <laughs> not really. I mean, you can't be, you know, if you're smacking, driving the boat oh, yeah. around. There's ways yeah. you can, yeah. but I think talking is not really, the fish yeah. aren't down there thinking, oh, what are they talking about? There's people up yeah. there. Yeah. No. So yeah, I, I don't, I never really explored fishing that much um, okay. we're gonna well, that's an we offer. have to get going yeah, here I would love yep. to I'm gonna just add one little thing we to have Mars. one minute <laughs> what, something you said earlier when you first started um, and you met that architect that you didn't know was an architect and you really looked up to mm-hmm. I still love being around strong women like that that gives me uh, a vibe you know, yeah. yeah It's mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. and I still love it it's yes, always something it, I noticed when I was young, yeah, and mm-hmm. I still love being around strong. It women. makes a difference. On Tuesday was the conference, the women, women elevating women conference, and and it was a majority black women as well. But it's like these women are doing all kinds of stuff, yeah. and it's like just being in the room, right? I'm like I just sit here and breathe this air, mm-hmm. and it's it's inspiring and it's powerful because it is, especially now I know that what you see over there is not it, right? There's a lot of hardship and hard that mm-hmm. goes through they go through but they still they are there and they are mm-hmm. powerful and they are inspiring other people and, and happy and so that is to me is a need i have to be exposed to that yep. so often yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
I, that's a great point. Yeah. All so. right. All right, Demars. I think we're going to have to have you back some other time to yeah, talk longer. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah I think you sure. could you could fill another couple hours. I'm <laughs> sure. We should talk about my my journey getting here without speaking English. I would love to tell this uh, story. Yeah, we can talk about life. We can make it's it. Funny. I mean, we slipped in some construction <laughs> stuff too. But anyway, Sounds thank you good. so much for thank coming. Thank you for in. having me. Yeah, yeah. I really thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to another amazing episode of the most important show out there. Before we go, we want to thank you again for supporting us and for all the lovely things you say about us on social media. Shows like this grow with help from people like you. And remember, keep sending us your questions. We really appreciate the stories and the great insights we gain from our audience. We also want to remind you that you can buy shirts, hats, and more at joecontractorshow.com. Be good to each other, and we'll catch you on the next show.